Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. What's driving the conversation in California today? Every weekday at this time, we explore a topic that's making news in our state. This is the State of California. Good afternoon, I'm Doug Sovereign, KCBS political reporter, host of The State of California. While the number one best-selling book on Amazon this week is not a mystery thriller or the latest great literary novel or a children's book, although you might want your kids to take a look at this, it is a chilling memoir and cautionary nonfiction tale from a member of Congress, namely Los Angeles Democrat Adam Schiff. His book, Midnight in Washington, How We Almost Lost Our Democracy and Still Could, offers inside details of the two impeachments of President Donald Trump, what has changed in the halls of Congress in recent years, what still threatens the democratic process in the United States. Adam Schiff, longtime prosecutor in L.A. before getting elected to Congress, frequent guest on KCBS. He is, of course, the chair of the House Permanent Select Committee on Intelligence. And he joins us today on the KCBS Ring Central Newsline and the Sovereign Nation live stream to talk about his new book and some of the revelations in it. Thank you so much for being with us again, Congressman. It's great to be with you. So you go into great detail about what was going on uh, behind the scenes. Was there anything that surprised you the most about the whole impeachment process and or its eventual outcome? Well, I think there were a couple of things that uh, surprised me. Uh, the first was uh, when we went into that trial, when we began the trial, it was my expectation that uh, senators had been following the House impeachment proceedings. They had followed the hearings. They roughly knew the facts. Uh, I didn't uh, you know, want to try the case to them alone. I wanted to try it to the Senate and to the American people. But I thought the senators probably had a good grasp of the facts. Turns out that wasn't the case. Uh, what they knew about the case, they knew through the filter of Fox, which wasn't very much. Uh, and it became very clear early on in the trial uh, through the public comments of the Republican senators that they were quite taken aback at the volume of evidence against the president uh, to the point where it was reported, for example, that Ted Cruz told the Trump defense team privately, uh, stop making this argument of no quid pro quo, nobody believes you. Um, but that came as, as a bit of a, a surprise. It was also, though, a more uh, bitter uh, revelation that notwithstanding uh, the fact that these senators understood the facts and the enormity of the president's uh, crime, uh, political crime, they were unwilling to do anything about it. Um, and what I ended up, you know, in, in, a, in a very kind of poignant takeaway from all this uh, is the realization that it doesn't matter how well the Constitution is drafted if it is not given 
life by the people who are sworn to uphold it, uh, if they don't honor its provisions uh, in, in the letter of the law, but in the spirit as well, if they don't uh, distinguish between right and wrong, uh, the truth uh, and falsehood. And I think that's really what's put us on such shaky ground that uh, so many people um, have revealed themselves not to care about what they professed, but only maintaining their power and position. So in the nine, ten months uh, since President Trump left office, have you seen anything change? Uh, Kevin McCarthy at first backed away from Donald Trump's fight to keep Joe Biden out of office, but he seems to be right back in Trump's corner now. Um, are, are McCarthy and the Republicans really motivated so much by, by just the fear of Trump and his supporters and what bucking Trump could do to their careers? Absolutely. Um, and it tells us a lot about them. Uh, Robert Carroll, the historian, once wrote, the power doesn't corrupt as much as it reveals. It doesn't always reveal us for our best, but it reveals. Uh, it has revealed the Republican leadership uh, to be uh, essentially vacant, uh, not to stand for anything uh, except uh, the preservation of their own power or the achieving of power. Uh, and it's a terrible tragedy that in the wake of one tragedy, uh, that attack on the Capitol, that violent attack on the Capitol on January 6th, that in the wake of that tragedy, the Republicans again capitulated to Donald Trump. Uh, now, you're right, Kevin McCarthy, for about five minutes, uh, put his finger to the wind and wondered whether he should try to cast uh, Trump aside. But it was uh, just a short time later, he was on his way to Mar-a-Lago to uh, make his uh, pilgrimage, beg forgiveness uh, of the dear leader. Um, with Mitch McConnell, you could see more of a struggle of conscience. Um, and in the two weeks it took Mitch McConnell to go from saying that Donald Trump was morally and practically responsible for that insurrection to two weeks later saying if he's the nominee again, he would absolutely support him. Uh, in those two weeks, we lost the opportunity as a nation to turn the page on this disastrous chapter of our history. So a year from now, uh, we could be looking a little more than a year from now at um, your fellow Californian, Kevin McCarthy, taking the gavel from Speaker Pelosi's hands and Mitch McConnell back in control of the Senate. What kind of speaker would Kevin McCarthy be? Uh, that can never be allowed to happen. Um, he would be a terrible and tragic uh, speaker. Um, and I tell uh, one of the stories in the book is about Kevin McCarthy and uh, how I learned everything I needed to know about him uh, on a ride in an airplane when by coincidence we were seated together, this was back in 2010, about six months before the midterms, and we had a total nothing of a conversation about who was gonna win the midterms, and I said Democrats, and he said Republicans, and the movie started and I was thrilled to be able to escape. Um, and then he went off when we landed to do a briefing with the press, uh, and uh, I didn't learn until the next morning what he told the press, but what he told the press was, Republicans are going to win. Everybody knows it. I sat next to Adam Schiff on the plane, and he had admitted Republicans were going to win the midterms. And when that came out in the paper, I was just beside myself. Uh, and I made a beeline for McCarthy on the House floor, and I said, Kevin, um, if we were going to have a private conversation, I would have thought it was a private conversation. But if it wasn't, you know you, that I, I, you told the press the exact opposite of what I told you. And he looked at me, and he said, yeah, I know, Adam. But you know how it goes. Uh, and I said, no, Kevin, I don't know how it goes. You just make stuff up, and that's how you operate, because that's not how I operate. But it is how he operates. And he was really made for a moment like this, when his party and his party leader um, cared nothing about the truth. They say truth isn't truth, and they're entitled to their own alternate facts. Uh, Steve Scalise, uh, number three Republican, 
uh, on Sunday, couldn't even bring himself to say, no, the election wasn't stolen. Um, and, you know, I, I write about these stories, but I, I want to let people know, too, there were a lot of heroes that came out of the last four years. Uh, and their stories are important, too, more important. Uh, the Marie Ivanoviches, who defied the president and testified, and the Alexander Vindmans, who served our country and earned a Purple Heart only to be uh, smeared by the Republicans as unpatriotic because he, too, uh, believed he should report the actions of a corrupt executive. And it's those heroes that uh, we need to look to for inspiration to get through these times. Well, thank you so much, Adam Schiff, Democratic Congressman from Los Angeles, Intelligence Committee Chair, his new book, number one bestseller at that, Midnight in Washington. Thank you for taking some time. My pleasure. Thank you. We have, of course, extended an invitation to Kevin McCarthy, one I do not expect him to accept, but we'll see if he does. A reminder, you can hear the state of California every weekday at 3.30 p.m. It's also available at kcbsradio.com and wherever you get your podcasts. I'm on Twitter at Sovereign Nation. I'm Doug Sovereign, KCBS. By the way, you can see the entire 15-minute video version of this interview on our website at kcbsradio.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.